Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you very much for tuning into the latest episode of Ask the Top. As always, I greatly appreciate your ongoing support. I am sweating like a politician on trial. That's what I get for dressing like a hipster, Mr. Rogers. The dress shirt, the cardigan, the jeans, it's about 25 degrees. Totally unnecessary. But nonetheless, the beer of the episode will help me get by. Drink responsibly. It's Muskoka Brewery's Cream Ale. It's unfiltered, all-natural, premium, and pure. Established in 1996. I'm Casey Kasham. It feels like I'm introducing this, but it's delicious, full of flavor, and a solid cream ale is good at any point of the year. On this edition of the program, All In Thoughts. If you don't know what All In is, I'll let you know. Rhonda's live event debut and a title opportunity she's receiving at Money in the Bank. The best teal on the roster and who should be the face of the company. If you want to listen to new episodes of this program, youtube.com backslash Chris Toplack. Subscribe to me on there. This show also appears on my personal website, chrisstoplack.com. And partners like TWM.news and The Reaction Room. If you want to interact with me on social media, I'm easy to find. Facebook, Ask the Top is my Facebook fan page, at Chris Toplak on Twitter, Chris Toplak on Instagram if you want to enjoy various pics about food, and Chris Toplak on Google+. I have a great fan base on there. So again, I'm humbled by your support. Let's get to some industry news and rumors. All in, sold out in 29 minutes and 36 seconds an independent wrestling show that is being promoted by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. This became the first U.S. show outside of the WWE to break the 10,000 ticket barrier since the days of WCW in 2001. How horrific was that year for WCW? Nonetheless, this is a momentous occasion. This is a monopoly essentially run by the WWE and the fact that there are independent players that are selling out arenas full of 10,000 people is huge. By the way, this was accomplished with only one match formally announced. Let this be further proof that the independent scene is hotter than ever in 2018. If you're going, send me photos, videos, and live tweets during the show is taking place in the fall. WWE.com issued the following announcing the first round matches for the upcoming WWE United Kingdom Championship Tournament. It will host the first round of matches at the Download Festival. I dig it. Ronda Rousey. And by the way, cheap plug, you can check out the video on my Twitter page, at Chris Toplack. She made her WWE live debut in Geneva, Switzerland. She teamed up with Ember Moon and Natalia in a match going up against Mickey James, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. So, you know what? Honestly, she wasn't in the match very long. She held her own. She's looking fairly smooth, especially at her experience level. I was very impressed. So, she was originally scheduled to compete in a singles match. Probably easier to put her in a match like this because it does hide her weaknesses. 
again, due to lack of experience, and also teaming her up with Natalia, who's a veteran, and Ember Moon, who's been wrestling for several years now. Wise decision. So she looked great. Check out the video if you missed it. Pro Wrestling Sheet recently reported and they confirmed that the police dropped the investigation into sexual assault allegations made against former WWE star Enzo Amore due to insufficient evidence. Will he make a comeback? Most importantly, would you want to see it? I'm not on board. Just for the record. Sirius XM announced that Chris Jericho will host his very own monthly show on Octane. That is channel 37. It's a great channel, by the way. The Rock of Jericho. Very fitting. Debuts on May the 18th, and it features The Rock of Jericho, his favorite hard rock and heavy metal songs. Each show will also feature some special guests. Anxious to see who he will bring on. He has quite the Rolodex that you can draw from. WWE released this statement, SmackDown Live Commissioner Shane McMahon underwent a successful hernia surgery last Friday in New York. McMahon is currently resting at home, but he's feeling well and excited to get back to work on SmackDown Live. I found it remarkable and equally as crazy, mostly due to the fact that he was actually cleared, that he had diverticulitis and a hernia, and he somehow managed to wrestle at WrestleMania. Unbelievable. Let's get the highlights from the week. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Man, those burn it down chants get louder and louder on a weekly basis. And Seth Rollins is arguably the best wrestler in the world, not named AJ Styles. He is on fire. The Bar versus the New Day, that was a great match. The debut of Andrade, Cien, Almas, and Selena Vega on SmackDown met with critical acclaim. He'll fit in quite nicely there. I loved the fire in Daniel Bryan this past week. He's finding his groove. He can easily become the face of the company again. How about Pete Dunne, Danny Burch, and Oni Loken, or Larkin uh, versus the Undisputed Era from NXT? That was also a fantastic match. And for the updated Money in the Bank card, the men's Money in the Bank, you have Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor versus The Miz versus Rusev versus Bobby Roode, versus Kevin Owens, versus a member of the New Day. We're not quite sure who it will be as of yet. Versus either Samoa Joe or Big Cass. I'm pulling for Samoa Joe. And then the women's money in the bank. You have Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Billy Kay versus Lana. We'll determine a winner there. And also, there are three others to be determined. That should be a fantastic match. Also, AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Nakamura has his choice for what the stipulation will be for the WWE Championship. Raw women's title, it's Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. A question about her later on. Is this too premature? I'll let you know. And the SmackDown women's title on the line, it is... Carmella Mella is money taking on the Empress of Tomorrow, the previously undefeated Asuka. Not a bad card so far. I'm hoping that they add a few more matches and also uh, a few more uh, worthy opponents into that uh, women's Money in the Bank match. So that's very intriguing to me as well. Moving along, let's get to your questions. There were a whole bunch 
that were submitted this week. I couldn't get to them all. And again, if I don't get to them all, I'll try and push it to the following episode of the program. As always, if you do have questions at any point in time, feel free to ask and I will answer. Mike Leochi, he asked them on about a weekly basis. I appreciate your ongoing support via Facebook. Who, in your opinion, should get the men's and women's money in the bank briefcase? To me, Rusev should get the men's money in the bank as he needs it most and he is so over with the fans. For the women, I think Becky Lynch needs it the most as she has been so misused and this would help her. Two solid picks. Here are mine. Let's assume that Samoa Joe gets past Big Cats. Hopefully. I think he should win. And then cash in on AJ Styles. As for the women, this could be a debatable pick. Is she ready? Is she comfortable enough on the microphone? But I think Ember Moon. It's intriguing because I want somebody who can be the future. And she's primed for that. I think that she's been very impressive. Again, the only drawback of Ember is the fact that she's not comfortable on the microphone. And she seems to lack that charisma. But at the same time, she still has that fire. She has a great entrance, a great finisher. She's a solid worker, great look. I think she has all the components, but just needs to find herself on the microphone, and she can be making a lot of money for years to come. So Samoa Joe, Ember Moon. Edward via Facebook is Tommaso Ciampa, WWE's best evil heel in the company. Absolutely. Did you watch NXT this past week? Candice LeRae going out and confronting him. Awesome segment, especially from him. The main goal of a heel should be to draw heat. Really, that's about it. And there's literally no one in the arena cheering for him because his actions are so despicable. He doesn't pander to the audience. He doesn't rely on catchphrases. He's the embodiment of evil, and he won't rest until he has eliminated Johnny Gargano for good. Heels on the main roster should take a page out of his playbook and watch him closely. There's many effective heels. The Miz is one of them. But those catchphrases almost really put him to more of a babyface status. Tommaso does not want to be cheered, and he doesn't get that. Katina via Google+. Plus. Do you think mid-carters should have matches against other mid-carters, or do you think they should make main eventers look better? Well, obviously it should be a mix of both. I don't believe mid-carters should be relegated to acting as enhancement talent for main eventers. Mid-carters are there for either two reasons. They are either too big to be small or too small to be big. And I mean that in terms of star power, not literally in terms of size. One set either can't break beyond that mid-card status to the main card, or the other set is readily climbing to make it there. Jeremy, via Twitter. Is Mella really money? Absolutely. She possesses a larger-than-life personality. She draws a ton of heat. She might not be the greatest wrestler on the roster, but she has rapidly improved since we saw her debut in NXT. So give her credit where credit is due. I think Mella is money. I would love to look at WWEshop.com. I was actually on there seeing if she really was money. Is she selling merch? But I don't think they even have that bestseller list unless I missed it. Because the WWE really do look at those marketable numbers, right? If somebody is selling a ton of t-shirts, 
that means that they have undeniable star power. Murphy via Google Plus, who are a few wrestlers we should keep our eye on as they gain experience in NXT? There's a couple that come to mind. I could list tons. I'm not going to say Alistair Black. He's been doing this for a while. You know, formerly he's Tommy End, and he's been doing a great job down there, and he's the NXT champion. I'm not going to say Adam Cole because, again, he was a dominant champion in ROH, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to say the Velveteen Dream just because I believe he's the most improved performer over the past 12 months. I say performer because he encompasses a full character. I mean, I was not drawn to that gimmick or impressed by it when he first debuted. I thought, okay, this is just a cheap Prince knockoff, but he's made it his own. I think he has impressed a lot of people and proved many wrong, including myself. And he's a great wrestler. Patrick Clark, the man who plays the Velveteen Dream, D-R-E-A-M, as it says in the theme song, is only about, what, 22, 23 years old? He has such a bright future ahead of him, so keep an eye on him. Also, how about Lacey Evans? A great character, rapidly improving as well. So those are the two that come to mind immediately. Frank the Tank via Twitter, like this one. Does Ronda really deserve a title shot so soon? Well, based on merit, absolutely not. Based on star power, no doubt about it. Yes, this does feel rushed, but this feels like a platform for Natalia to turn on Ronda and start a fresh feud. I've seen Natalia speak at length about Ronda in interviews recently. Obviously, she gets asked about her, so she's answering pretty truthfully. But at the same time, I think pairing these two together is a wise move because Natalia can hide Rousey's weaknesses and highlight her strengths. She can carry her to a great match because the only question around Ronda Rousey isn't so much can she perform. She's proven that she can, especially at WrestleMania and at these live events. But it's can she perform on her own? That's a completely different story. I mean, ask a lot of tag team competitors who had to break away from their partner. It's by no means easy, especially if you rely on them. And they're the ones that tend to call the matches. So can Ronda Rousey survive on her own? Well, if somebody can help carry her, it is Natalia. Stephanie, 1529, specific, via Google+, Plus. who should be the face of the company? And she says, not Roman Reigns. I have to agree, until Roman Reigns goes through a vicious heel turn, and again, he has noted, well, people boo me, I'm basically a heel. True and untrue. Yes, you receive unfavorable reactions on a weekly basis you know, from the entire audience, especially uh, the male demographic, but at the same time, he hasn't done anything to really earn that. So he should become a vicious heel. Jim Cornetta said this on his podcast. I've said that you know, here before and, of course, to friends and people online. They need to pair him at some point with Daniel Bryan and have him turn on Bryan and say, I'm the big dog around here. I'm the guy. And I resent the fact that people cheer you viciously and brutally dismantle him, and then you're a vicious heel. That's where he has a chance to regain fans and really actually truly have a babyface run in the future. Otherwise, he's always going to be rejected as this manufactured face of the company. Say what you will, but there have been many babyfaces who have come up, and even though they feel manufactured, there are still some organic qualities there. With Roman Reigns, it doesn't really feel like that. They're really pushing him front and center, and people are rejecting it. They're saying, I don't want this dish. I want to order something different. It's like if you're force-fed, right? So at this rate, you have a few options. 
I mentioned him earlier. How about Seth Rollins? He's currently on fire. And, I mean, I would ride this wave of success. One of the more natural options would be Daniel Bryan. He still consistently receives the biggest crowd reaction on a weekly basis. And while the WWE hitched their wagon to him in 2015, it felt more like they simply caved and not that they believed in him. Despite their obsession with size, they really just need to embrace the fact that he's popular and not just on a wrestling level, but a mainstream level too. When he retired, it was covered by all the outlets. It was tweeted all over the place. They need to push him to the forefront of the company. If he remains healthy, why not? I posed that question, and I don't think they could provide me with a viable response um, as to why they shouldn't do that. It might say age, but he still has some good years left in him. How about AJ Styles? The only thing that I could understand, and AJ Styles is my personal favorite wrestler in the industry today. I think he has so much going for him. He's 40, 41 years old, probably a couple years left. He's even publicly stated that. I don't know if you should make him the absolute face of the company, but at the same time, he, he kind of is one of those main figures at this point. So do you make him or do you go with Daniel Bryan or, or Seth Rollins? I mean, you have three really good options there, but it shouldn't be Roman Reigns. Then you have a few others to consider. You have Braun Strowman, who's a future player, who's getting an organic response. Ronda Rousey with her star power. Any of those options would be a more suitable and organic option than Roman Reigns, even though Ronda Rousey feels as though you know she's pushed down the throats of many. She still receives an amazing and genuine response on a weekly basis, and it's because of that star power, right? Especially being such a prominent figure in the UFC and just sports in general, she's on a different level. I'm certainly not an outspoken detractor of Roman Reigns, but if fans are walking out of your main event, it's time for a much-needed change. That's it. Appreciate your questions. Appreciate you tuning in to the latest episode of Ask the Top. I'll take one final sip of my Muskoka Brewery Cream Ale and call it a day. I'm going to be spending the long weekend in Frankenmuth, Michigan at the World Expo of Beer. As you know, I love a good pint. These are samples, and I get to sample so many different types of beers I've never tried before. So I'm looking forward to it. And at this rate, I should be the mayor of Frankenmuth. Cutting ribbon, taking photos with families, asking for votes. I'm there so often. So I'm going to enjoy that. I'll let you know how that goes. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend as well. So keep tuning into the program. Tell your friends, family, and fellow wrestling fans to tune in. And happy trails to you until we meet again.